You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 38, pieces of equipment you should have in your home to prevent mold. Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now let's get to the episode. Toxic Mold Podcast. Steve, we are talking. I cannot even believe that it is almost the end of January. Thank God. <laughs> no, I, it's still cold, but hopefully it's going to get a little, little bit warmer, slowly but surely. But you know what's funny? Time flies. I felt like 2019 just whooshed by. Yeah. No, I agree. And it, it's, yeah, it's crazy because even doing this podcast every week, it just, yeah, before we know it, it's going to be spring and We'll be ready to get off the ice from ice fishing, and then I knew you were going to say open fishing. water fishing. <laughs> I knew you were going to talk about fishing. You're just ready for like May to be here. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not as fun to go out on the ice like once a week or so versus open water. Yeah, I, I like to jump on the side by side and go. Pretty much every afternoon if I can, exactly. <laughs> so, or if you'll let me get away with it. <laughs> so what we're talking about today is just pieces of equipment you should have in your home to prevent mold. Now, I know you've said this time and time again, it is not necessarily a good idea for homeowners to try to take on mold mitigation themselves, especially if it's any bigger than a certain amount of space. So why should people have certain pieces of equipment to prevent mold? Because these are these are pieces of equipment, like you just said, that are preventative measures. Okay. These, this isn't equipment, for the most part. We're not saying air scrubber, an ozone machine, visqueen for containment, you know, mold chemicals, you know, biocides, fungicides, whatever. These are things that that could come in really, really handy to prevent mold. So more or less, this is a preventative measure. Okay, so so what pieces of equipment should a homeowner have to prevent mold exposure? So I have, you know, I just I, I just did a little bit of a list, and you know, 
people might have differing opinions on it, but you know, I'll I'll just I'll just tell you the list that I that I wrote down when we prepared for this. So first thing, in my opinion, most important thing is a humidity meter. Um, as we talk about all the time, three three things that have to have well major things we have to have for mold. That's the mold spore, which we're always going to have. Humidity, 60% or higher. So that would mean a water source. And the food. So food's going to be cellulose materials. Wood, sheetrock, carpet, whatever. Going back to it has to have 60% humidity. How do we know what the humidity is? We have to be able to monitor. With the, with the meter. Yeah, with yeah. the meter. So... It's never a bad idea. They they sell units now that you uh, put a sensor outside, mm-hmm. and then you have the base unit, and it usually, for less than $100, you can have the temperature and the humidity. That's so it's awesome. never never a bad idea to, to, to buy something like that. Um, another thing is a trash pump. And so when we say trash pump, a trash pump doesn't pump trash. That's not what they can do. But it's just a submersible pump for if, you ever were to have, let's say, your basement floods. Mm-hmm. So it's not a sump pump that's a permanent fixture. It's just a pump that you have in case. Oh, okay. Okay. So it a preventative measure for that, the same thing, is a, 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 a sump pump or submersible pump with a float on it. But the reason I say a trash pump is, is for just in case. Um, and, you, and the reason they call it a trash pump is... is Normally, you know, your your basement's flooded or your crawl space is flooded. You hook a hose to the end of it. You plug it into an extension cord and you put it in the lowest spot and it'll pump the water out. Okay. Okay. I got so it. So, it's, it's there in case you were to have a, a moisture intrusion event. Another thing is a dehumidifier. And that's something that, you know, restoration companies use them all the time, obviously, to get rid of that humidity. But a dehumidifier, you can buy one, you know, for home use that's not that expensive. You're not using it on a commercial grade or commercial level, but you just have it there to make sure if something were to happen, you can have one. And that's something you plug in. It has a reservoir on it. It, Once the reservoir's full, it'll kick off. You have to dump it out. They also have um, a spot where you can hook a hose up to it also, and it can just drain out. Um... Something that's really cheap if you don't want to buy a dehumidifier is go to Home Depot or your hardwood stores and get what's called damp rid. And it's like a little two and a half gallon bucket. Mm -hmm. And you take the top off and I don't know what's in there, but it like sucks the water in. So you can can buy that for like $10. Oh, wow. So you can go that route. So, So, but I'm thinking about places that are naturally humid, like Florida, Houston, um, do their homes come with humidifiers because there's so much humidity in general in just living in some, some do, but most of them don't know. Okay. Um, and so, uh, I was just talking to a client the other day about this. Most people wonder, well, how come it's not always humid? Like you go to Florida and you go outside and it's like, oh my gosh, it's really humid, but yeah. it's not inside. Yeah. That's because you have more or less a contained Okay. Um, like your HVAC system, so it keeps the air moving to prevent the humidity from 
from being that noticeable, if that makes sense. So how do you know whether or not you need a dehumidifier? So you're going to buy that humidity monitor meter, like I told you. And so if you put it in your house and you're consistently seeing that it's at like 50 degree or not degrees percent, if it's like 50% or higher, that's going to tell you you need a dehumidifier. Yeah. And before you go out and do that, so a dehumidifier for that is you can buy one that you actually put on your HVAC system. So it's a permanent fixture. You can buy the portable unit like we were talking about that's way cheaper. But my first question that I would ask my client is, well, why is the humidity so high in your home? I go back to, you know, we talked about this, I think it was in our last episode or a couple episodes ago, where... I do the CSI investigation and go, what's causing it to begin with? Mm-hmm. There's there's something causing it. And if it's if it's a, well, we don't like to run our air conditioner that much, so we open the windows. Well, you're allowing that humid air to come in. Exactly. It could be a, a roof leak. It could be a water line leak. So that's what's so great about hiring us. You know, we do phone consultations. And I promise you the $300 is well worth your time and your money. Because if you're having a little bit of an issue or what you think is small, we can get, we can dive really deep into it and figure out what's going on. So that's how you would know going back to your humidity meter. And should you have the the dehumidifier? I I remember situations where you have a baby that has a cold and so you keep a humidifier in the nursery to help their airway and their passages. If you have anybody in your house who's dealing with a situation where a humidifier is important to their well-being, should you still have a dehumidifier? Of course. Okay. I mean, like I said, you should always have one just just in case. And you know, I I, I deal with the I, I deal with a lot of clients that that are really big on humidifiers. And at first we kind of butt heads because being a mold expert, I'm like, why? Why would you do this? Like why would you elevate your humidity? You're asking for a mold problem. And they say, well, you know, I read on the internet that, you know, 30% humidity is the perfect thing for your lungs and blah, blah, blah. Well, what did people do in the old times? I mean, they didn't have machines to elevate their humidity. And I guess my whole point is, is, is there's nothing wrong with having humidifiers, but you got to be very vigilant in making sure you're not causing a mold issue. And so if you have one in your, your, your child's room, buy a second humidity meter and put one in there. But just be careful what you're doing. And, and so my suggestion would be if, if you have a child you think needs it, it, is this a you have to have it all the time? Because if you do, you need to probably go to the doctor and figure out what's wrong. Exactly. Now, if it's just the common cold, what I like to do, which we talked about this um, so I'm, I'm going to sound like I'm a hypocrite, but what I used to do is, you know, and what I suggest is take yourself or whoever's experiencing it, go into the bathroom, don't turn the fan on, and turn that shower on yeah. hot and sit there. But then make sure you dry that, that area out. But if it's always happening, there's probably their health is at risk. So be very careful if you're bringing humidifiers in the house. I'm just... People add them to their furnaces. I'm just big on no humidifiers. humidifiers. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. What about the shop vac? So as a piece of equipment to prevent mold, how how does it do that? So most, as far as uh, preventative measure, that's really the reason why I suggest having one is just because if you don't have a trash pump, you can use a shop vac 
And the bigger ones, you can hook a hose to it, and you can suck the water out. Okay. So it's really not a preventative measure for mold. It's another backup if you don't have a submersible pump. Okay. And most people have shop vacs, but, you know, the, re- the reason I bring that up is in case you don't. And, you know, a lot of people just... They don't think about it, but a shop vac is quite handy. You know, we were talking about spiders before. You shop vac. If you want to go down, yeah, you just use your shop (laughs) vac. So so that's why I recommend that. And, you know, when we bring up shop vac, you know, another thing that I always recommend someone having is an air mover. Mm -hmm. When I say an air mover, yes, that's a fan. But when I say air mover, I'm talking more like what we use on the professional side. But you don't need them that big. You just get a little air mover that you can, if you have to, you can put it under the carpet. And I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but it's kind of a round looking thing. And then it has the flat. So it, it's like what we use on our jobs. We we have the, the smaller ones, but it has a little lip on it. So you can lift the carpet up and it'll still run. Okay. And the reason for that is, is if, you know, you got a little bit of water, you know, in a, in a room or whatnot, you can bring that air mover in and get it dried out. Not just your normal fan. It's more, it's designed more to air, air places out. Okay. So, and, and how much does the air mover tend to cost? So I, I looked, um, I looked a lot of these up because when I was preparing for this, you know, I didn't want to go into it and go, well, you need this, this, and this, and then say, well, what do you mean? How much does it cost? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> it was kind of something that was, you know, it was kind of, a, I don't even know if you reminded me that I should do that. It was kind of an afterthought because I thought, well, I have all this stuff. Why doesn't <laughs> everybody else? And then I realized that everybody won't have these things. So so what I did is, and I don't remember where I went to, but I think it was Home Depot's site. And, you know, a humidity meter or gauge, you can buy for about $20. And that's just kind of a simple just humidity meter. Mm-hmm. Um, what we were talking about earlier where you put the sensor outside and all that, that's obviously going to be more expensive, like $100, but you can buy a cheap one. And, and in my opinion, you this is a must-have. Okay. Um, if, you, if you can't afford $20 for a humidity meter, how are you going to afford a $10,000 mold job? Exactly. So just do it. It's probably one of the most important things you can do, throw in your home that is cheap, and you, you're monitoring the humidity in the home. Um, so it's funny on the list I wrote, I I put down meter and $150. And what I mean by a meter is more stuff like what we, what we use. Okay. You don't need that. So just a gauge, you don't need the meter like we have. Um, so a submersible pump and in this price, uh, is a half horsepower. So the, any pumps or, you know, we talked about exhaust fans and they're rated with CFMs. Uh, pumps are, are horsepower, and your typical submersible pump is about a half horsepower or three-quarter. Okay. And you could buy one of those, you know, depending on how fancy you want to get. But on the cheap end, $50. On the expensive end, about $300. Um, so a, a dehumidifier, we talked a little bit about that, and it really depends on what you're going to go with. Um, if you want to put one on your HVAC system... That's professionally installed. We're talking probably thousands. Okay. Um, but if you want a dehumidifier, like a backup, like you were talking about, you know, just to have around, you're looking at, you know, $60 up to about $500. Um, shop backs, once again, that's that depends on. And shop backs are, uh, 
uh, rated or the size of them is based on gallons. And it, that just means that's how many gallons. And Shop Vac is a brand, right? There are many kinds of vacuums well, I, I, like I, I, that. Well, I mean, or, or is Shop Vac, I mean, does DeWalt make a version of a yeah, Shop Vac? And I guess when okay. I say Shop Vac, I'm not meaning the brand. Okay, okay. To me, the Shop Vac just the Shop Vac. <clears throat> yeah. It's, you know, the vacuum on, on wheels. Exactly. And has the, the long hose on it. And so that's a good question, actually, because... Yeah. Because I look at it when I say shop back, it's just a shop back. The ones we have are rigid brand. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. So there are different brands of shop backs and rigid. But there is a shop back brand. Oh, there is a shop back. Okay, that's what I want to know because (laughs) not that there are sponsors, which they should be, but um, there are different brands. So if you're a DeWalt person, you might want a Dewalt shop back. Right, right. And so there are different. But I and I to not confuse you, I believe there is a shop back brand. Okay. My listeners are going to be like, "How does he not know this?" I (laughs) I guess I don't. I I think there is, but they should all be our sponsors, by the way. But they're not right now. I agree. I totally agree. And, and so the gallon size, you know, we run the big ones. When I say big, ours are, I think, 30 or 40 gallon. Okay. All you need is a small, you know, like 10 gallon one. Okay. And, you know, for, for a 10 gallon one, I would say that's probably less than $60. So, okay. and, and like I said, they're handy for a lot of other things, bugs, you know, whatever, cleaning your baseboards. It, Number of things, but yeah. they're just good to have. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners have them. But if you don't, it's a great Father's Day present, Christmas present. I probably wouldn't recommend getting it for your wife for Mother's Day or, <laughs> or Valentine's Day. Don't do that. <laughs> That's right. We got Valentine's Day coming up here in a few weeks. So, so I wouldn't recommend buying it for for the wife. But for all the women out there, your husband would love one. I'm sure. Um, and so then the air mover that we talked about it really depends on once again. What size you buy. Um, the size for a homeowner is you don't need one very big. So we're talking like $50. So, you know, that that's that's the prices. I, I Googled and found on Home Depot. It might be different where our listeners live, but it's not that much. So overall, they're going to spend anywhere from about three dollars $400 on up for all those things that you talked about Correct. in this episode. So yep. that's not bad. three no. or $400 to save no. you how much in a mole job? Exactly. And that, you know, it's something I say all the time, you know, what's your health home or what's the health of your home worth and what's your health worth? Exactly. And $400, I mean, yeah, you, you can't even probably go get allergy testing done for that. Exactly. So, so it's well worth it. And it, if you don't have a whole lot of money, um, you know, and you're just saying, hey, Steve, I'm sorry, but I, I, my money's really tight. At least get the humidity meter and an air mover. And okay. you can buy those two for less than $100 if you're going, you know, on the, on the cheap end. But make sure humidity meter, in my opinion, is the, the biggest thing. There you go. Takeaway. If you do nothing else, get a humidity meter. Yep. Well, when I say meter, but I mean gauge. Gauge. Because the meter is what we have, which is more expensive, but the gauge. Yeah. And I, if, if I confused any of my listeners, I apologize, but just get something that tells you what the humidity is, which is a gauge. Exactly. Most important thing. All right, everybody, we'll catch you on the next episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.